0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to Right Our Way. I'm your host, Patrick Starks, and today you are in for a special treat. Today, my friends, we will be discussing how to build on protagonists and antagonists. Right off the bat, we need to ask ourselves, do we even need an antagonist? I mean, for the most part, if not always, we obviously know that we're going to have a protagonist. After all, it's our leading character. But... Just going back to the antagonist, do we even know we're going to have one? And if so, is the antagonist going to be in physical form, like another person, for example, or is it going to be an aura of some type or a situation of some sort? Now, let me just take a step back. When I say that the antagonist can be an aura, I'm not talking about their superpower. What I mean by aura is... Is it going to be some type of event or environmental situation such as, you know, the typical weather conditions? You know, whether that be a tsunami, volcanic eruption, earthquake, blizzard, or all of them at the same time. (laughs) You know, that happens in movies. Uh, 2012, John Cusack. (laughs) But let us not get off topic here. For me personally, when I think of an antagonist, I look at them as being an obstacle of some sort. Basically, they are the challenge that the protagonist will face throughout their journey. And again, like I said before, the antagonist can come in a physical form like a human form or, you know, or an actual environmental uh, or event situation going on type of thing. Now, I'm sure some of you are wondering why I'm even telling you this. This is simply because the antagonist is really what sets the, the pace of the story. It's like people need to know what is going to be the challenge throughout the whole story. Why is the protagonist even engaging or pursuing in what they're pursuing? And in order to get the audience to see that, we have to give off some sort of antagonist. Again, whether that be natural, physical form, human being, or hell, even an alien, um, or even environmental. Like I said before, it has to be something, some type of challenge that the protagonist is facing to... You know, add a little drama in the stories because, again, I've said this before, you want your stories to uh, portray somewhat of real life. I mean, we are writing fiction, so it's not going to be completely real, but it does need to represent somewhat of uh, people's real everyday lives. And as we know, everyday life has its dramas and Therefore, there should be drama <laughs> in the in the story, and the only way to bring that drama out is to have some type of conflict challenge or you know antagonist again that you know sets the tone of that. Now let's dive deeper into the antagonist. Now, just because they're an antagonist doesn't mean they necessarily have to be bad, do they? Of course not. Well, at least not bad to the point where it can't be justified. As we all know, the stereotypical thing for an antagonist to want is to rule the world, as sadly what we are facing now, today, but yes, this is what an antagonist usually will succumb to. But my friends, your antagonist doesn't necessarily have to be so cruel. They don't have to be like real life and be like the antagonists we have today, the narcissistic devils that they are. They can be... Your antagonist can be so much better than that. Your antagonist can actually have a heart. Your antagonist can actually care about something. In fact, in some cases, we can see ourselves at times in these antagonists. I mean, we are humans, are we not? Again, of course we are, ladies and gentlemen. But please know that I'm not trying to give this any validation or any approval to or consent to being (laughs) this bad type of person. I'm just, what I'm saying is, is that we are human beings and that we do have flaws and we do have insecurities and we do have doubts and blah, 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 blah. And that is sometimes the ingredients or what I like to say, the syrup on the pancakes that makes us the antagonists sometimes. And sometimes due to these challenges in our lives, we end up doing the things that we necessarily would not do um, when we at least have a clear head so let's say for example that an antagonist is trying to get their child back but they're being forced to do something they don't want to do this could be anything from like basically leaving a bloody mess of thugs everywhere and basically um, instead of like beating people up they're actually kinda pushed to this point to actually kill Now, many of you would probably deem this person as not that bad. They're doing us a service by getting rid of these bad people that go around abducting kids. But, you know, when it comes to law enforcement, they don't necessarily see it that way. You know, a death is a death and you can't just go around taking lives like that. But you all wouldn't be wrong to say that this antagonist wouldn't be somewhat good for doing so. But what happens when the antagonist takes it too far what happens when the antagonist doesn't just kill thugs but starts to get to this point where they're so blinded by their rage and fury and desperation to go get their child that they start killing innocents and so this is the part where i'm going to kind of add a little bit about the anti-hero because this has kind of been a new thing that's become pretty popular with storytelling nowadays and the thing about it is is when we think about the anti-hero the anti-hero doesn't necessarily kill i mean when i think of anti-hero i'm thinking like somebody like Batman. i mean he's pretty cruel when it comes to like how he treats thugs and he beats them up pretty bad but he never kills and i think that's kind of the thing that separates the whole definition of an anti-hero Uh, That's just my opinion, I don't know about you guys, I'd love to hear about everyone else's opinion on, you know, especially characters such as Venom, I just feel like when you start killing, um, as an anti-hero, you kind of get away from that a little bit, so I don't know your thoughts on that, but I just feel like, yeah, when you're gonna do an anti-hero, definitely you're kind of cut off from the point of killing, but that's just me. And uh, I think just going back to the antagonist, that's what you really have to kind of define uh, is what you want your antagonist to be. Do you want your antagonist to be this um, kind of anti-hero light? Or do you want them to be full-blown, just like, I don't care, I'm taking everybody out scenario, like, basically like a Thanos, like, I, it's all about what I want and what I think is right, and if I gotta take a whole bunch of people out, then so be it. Now, just building on the protagonist it's rather simple. For this, we simply just need to take out all the elements that makes one cruel. My friends, we need to make a saint out of our protagonists, but let's not get this confused with perfection. As we all know, perfection has grown to be a big thing in the world today, and unfortunately, I regret to inform a lot of you that We as human beings aren't perfect, and as much as we like to toot our own horn and say that we are, we are very flawed in some sense, but we can take away a few of those flaws as we grow and learn more about ourselves over time. So it's clear that the protagonist will need to have some flaws on a certain scale for people to find some relation to them. And of course, once we have these flaws figured out, we need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what are the obstacles that are being laid out for our protagonist. What's the antagonist leaving that is prohibiting the protagonist on going or progressing throughout their journey? But my friends, let's just get a little deeper into the meaning behind all of this. What exactly do these obstacles and these traps that the antagonist has laid out? What do these things mean for our protagonist? And how do they overcome it? You know, most of your stories, it's going to be like a tug of war. You know, it's going to be this thing where the antagonist is laying out these obstacles that prohibit the protagonist from, you know, progressing throughout their journey. Yet the protagonist, as they knock down all these obstacles <laughs> that the antagonist lays out, they're now prohibiting the antagonist from their end goal. So it's going to be like this tug of war. And with these stories, that's so amazing is that you're going to have these fillers in between. And I think it's very important that when we're writing these fillers and these setting up these scenes that we don't make them too boring and that we're really uh, not dragging it on for too long and really getting straight to the point and making it short and sweet, but not too short and sweet to the point where our readers, um, can understand the connection between the protagonist and the antagonist and how it all will unfold and how it will all end. So my friends, in short definition, when building on the protagonist and antagonist, it's apparent that we really have some type of reality connected to them, that they feel as real as we can get them. Again, I know we're writing fiction, but still, we're going to have some um, realism to it so that our audience can connect to them. So again, for the antagonists, let's just make sure, that's all agreed that, you know, you can't make them too cruel. I mean, unless you really want them to be just, it just really, really, just outrageously cruel, then I get that. I mean... We do have stories where we have like really insane villains where they're just like, they gotta go, like we gotta figure out how to take this person out. There's no way that we can befriend this antagonist at all. I get that. Um, It's really just my personal preference of how I write my antagonists out. I like them to feel a little bit, a little bit human, you know, and because I think when you think of an antagonist, they are, they once were a child at some point. And we have to get to the point where we're like, okay, if they were a child at some point, they had an innocence about them. How did that innocence get stripped? And how do we unfold that in the story and show that, yeah, they're a bad person, but they were somebody's child at some point. They were somebody's friend, somebody's nephew, uh, either or, you know, but we got to make sure that we uh show that connection because I think that's such a beautiful thing to write about an antagonist. And again, with the protagonists, we can't make them too much of a saint. We definitely need to show some flaws. Again, we're not perfect human beings. We are flawed people. We have our issues and, you know, things going on in our lives that kind of make us a little crazy a little bit. Probably not crazy, but you get the point. But uh, definitely make sure that your protagonist has something going on that's challenging them because Although we have the antagonist and he's he or she's throwing obstacles or the environment or whatever you've chosen to be your antagonist is throwing obstacles, they're already somewhat going to have challenges in their life that are going to kind of stack on top of what the antagonist is throwing at them, which is going to add that really intense drama to your story. It's like I'm talking like it's like cooking a nice dish in a pan and, you know, you are adding your salt You're adding your your peppers, you're adding your lime, your lemons, and, you know, your cilantro. You're adding all, you know, you know what I mean. You're adding some flavor to it. So definitely uh, make sure that you're not missing out on the opportunity of that. Really give yourself uh, the uh, option to to add that because you'll have so much more fun building on those characters. And, yeah, I hope that uh, what I'm talking about, what I'm speaking about is really helping you guys out we're uh, episode 16 we're still going strong and I really hope um, that these episodes are really helping you, benefit you guys in your writing and I thank you all so much for supporting me and supporting the podcast and as always just keep writing love you all support you all and as always become a child again imagine my friends see you soon Hope you all enjoyed and had something to take away from today's discussion. To find out more about our lovely host, Patrick Starks, and even some of his writing works, go to www.paycark.com. That's www.paycark.com. Stay tuned for the next episode of Write Our Way and have yourself a fantastic day.